0: Hi, this is Belinda Calibrialli, and this is Talking High Performance with Belle. So I'm making this podcast for people who want to live their best life, people who know that there's more in them, but they just don't know how to get it. So there's a gap, something's missing, um, I'm making it for them. Hello, and welcome to today's episode, Talking High Performance with Belle. As we come to the end of August and the end of the month, where we're focusing on becoming the best version of ourselves, I wanted to end this month with a bit of a roadmap to beginning um, the journey, to creating a life that you love and one that you're passionate about. And I also want to share with you today a couple of extracts from my book that I wrote when I myself was going through a difficult period in the hope that it gets you thinking about what a more fulfilled life would look like for yourself. So I want to talk to you today and ask you, are you fulfilled? So I chose the word fulfillment instead of happiness because if we're living a life where we're fulfilled, it means that we're getting more than happiness. It means that you're getting what you need to allow you to live a life that's purposeful, a life that's charged, and a life that's inspiring. And it's a life that's deeper than happiness because you can still feel fulfilled, um, but you can have an average day. You can still love your life, um, but have an average day. And it's not dependent on what happened in a moment at any given time. And if we think about the difference and between happiness and fulfillment – I wanna to talk to you a little bit about that now. So if we think about happiness, it's that state that we feel of joy, that we feel happiness, that we feel contentment. And it's often influenced by external factors or external situations and or even material possessions. And it comes and it goes depending on circumstance. Whereas if we think about living a life where we're fulfilled, This is a more long lasting state and it's from really feeling purposeful, really sense you've got meaning to your life, really feeling that you're accomplishing things. And it's not dependent just on external factors and it comes from within and it comes from the work that you've put in um, to really sense that level of fulfillment and work out, you know, what's missing at times that needs you, that allows you to be more fulfilled and how do you need to work on that? And fulfillment, I often think about it like it's that feeling of inner peace. So when you're fulfilled, you've got that inner peace. And even if you're having a day, you know, where you're not, you know, flying everywhere or you're not, you know, super, super happy, you still feel really fulfilled. And that's even in the face of challenges and even in the face of difficulty. And while I think happiness and fulfillment are definitely related, um, and you can experience, you know, one without the other, whereas, you know, someone can be happy, um, but they might not be fulfilled in their life overall, or someone might be feeling fulfilled, but they're facing a really tough family situation, for example. Um, they're important aspects, both of them, in maintaining a really satisfying and meaningful life. And so I want you to just think about today and just ask yourself are you fulfilled? And so why is it important to live a life where we're fulfilled? And when we're living a life where we're fulfilled, we know that we're stretching and demanding more of ourselves because we know that we're looking for those pieces of the puzzle that are going to fill us up and that are going to lead us to a life that's really charged. And it, fulfillment provides us with that motivation and that drive to pursue our goals, to pursue our aspirations. And it's that feeling of getting really in touch with our emotions. And when we're fulfilled, we're more likely to be passionate about what we do and and how we do it. And we're more willing to put in the hard work because we know the feeling that we're after for our lives. And when I wrote my book, um, elevate your thinking a few years ago, I was at a party in my life where I was working through some, some really dark moments and I wanted to work through the book. Um, I wanted to, sorry, write a book and it was about finding strength in these moments in a world that to me just feels like it was filled with chaos and expectation, whether it's the expectation we put on ourselves whether it's the expectation that others we feel put on us. And I wanted to look at it in a way that was really authentic to me and in a way that would help eliminate the distractions around. And I thought, okay, if I spoke about these eight elements, um, this would really help to eliminate the distractions and if just stay focused on these things. And it was a way of therapy for me to work through what I was feeling. And, and also I think I've had a lot of feedback that it's also helped a lot of people who have felt in a similar way and who are struggling with their own issues that are different, but but similar as well. And, you know, so why did, why did I write it? And Elevate Your Thinking, the name is all about helping us maintain a positive outlook on our life. So, you know, if we can do things a little bit better, if we can elevate the way that, you know, our our thoughts are processed and our emotions, we're more easily able to face challenges and handle setbacks. And, this will increase our overall happiness and our overall fulfillment. And you know, research, if we talk about research, it's shown that people who report a higher sense of fulfillment in their lives, they've got better mental health. Um, they've got overall better levels of life satisfaction and they've got a greater chance of living a high performance life. And that to me was was really exciting. And so I wanna talk about, you know, what are my top four ways to live a life that you feel more fulfilled and a life that you love and that you're more passionate about. And also feel free to grab yourself a copy of my book as well. I'll put the link down below as well. But number one is to to work on mindfulness. How do you bring specific intentions? How do you into your day and be mindful of the moment, you know, being mindful of the way you view the world, choosing the glass half full approach, because it's really, I feel the only one that's worth taking. So, you know, choose your attitude in a moment be the person who gives the other person the benefit of the doubt. Be mindful of how you show up. You know, don't reply to the external to make you happy. You know, it's up to us to go, okay, what internally makes us happy? And I want to share an example with you, an extract from my book, which is about being the mindful leader in our own lives. And um, it's a story that's told in ancient Buddhist literature and there's this story of this pampered princess and one day she's walking barefoot through her father's kingdom and she steps on a thorn and her immediate reaction is to call one of the father's father's advisors and demand that the entire kingdom be carpeted so this would never happen again and she couldn't see past her initial pain and instead of carpeting the whole kingdom somebody said to her why don't you just put on a pair of sandals?" And in doing so, he knew that in the future, with sandals on her feet, she wouldn't feel the pain if she were to ever step on another thorn. And if the princess had looked internally, she would have seen that the answer lay within her rather than blaming her pain on the external. She could have simply put on a pair of sandals. And if we relate this to our own life, sometimes it's easy that we ask everybody else to change, you know, to change what they're doing instead of us going, okay, what can I do better? You know, we don't need to put carpet everywhere. Sometimes I just need to to put on the shoes and we need to stop blaming the outside world for our problems. Um, And in doing so, you know, we start to build that internal strength. You know, we're putting on the sandals and it allows us to find this courage that we need during difficult times. It allows us to be honest in situations that can sometimes be difficult and uncomfortable to work through. And it allows us to go, how can I show up better? So that's point number one. Point number two about living a more fulfilled life is to be intentional. Once you know what you want, be intentional in how you go about and get it. You know, this means getting organized, getting motivated and sticking to a path. It means being intentional in your relationships, in what you want, but in also in what you don't want, in what your boundaries are as well. So that's point number two. So point number three is to have a plan when things go wrong. When something doesn't go exactly the way that you want it, Think about what can I do differently next time? How can I look at this situation differently? What is this situation telling me? You know, the saying goes, life only gives you what you can handle. So what is it trying to teach me? And I've got the power to handle this. How do I handle it in order to to move forward and create that life that I love? And point number four is find that star that lights you up. So how do you get really inspired and get creative around achieving what you want from your life. So, you know, we're not gonna fill this bucket if we don't stretch and push to be the best version of ourselves. We need to put in the work and what is it that we're after and how do we go and get it? And how would our life change and how would it be different if we went after what we wanted? And if we put in the real determination and the real work to go and get that. And I wanna end today with another extract from my book, which is a goal that I wrote for our lives. And it's a goal of balance, whatever balance looks like to you. And it's a goal of fulfillment. um, And it's about a goal of achievement that you can feel that when you strive to be the best version of yourself, you will reach that North star. And this is from the very last part of my book. And my ultimate goal is that one day you picture yourself lying on the grass. Around you are multiple pinwheels all spinning as fast as they can. Lying on the grass this day, you look up and you see the brightness in your star, the star that you're aiming for, the one that seemed unattainable, and you begin to hold the belief that maybe you can reach it. One day you reach that star. At that very moment, you know that all the steps you took on the journey, whether they were easy to achieve or whether you had to sit through the discomfort to progress, it all came together to help you reach that goal. As you lie on the grass, you look around. The pinwheels have gathered so much momentum that you feel breathe the gentle breeze they create on your skin. The strongest winds cannot cause your pinwheels to tip over and the wildest storms cannot damage them either. They have found their strength and they cannot be broken. When you feel that you're off track or feel that life is hard, remember everything you've learned and implemented. Have faith knowing that it's just another small setback. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off and get back on track. This happens quicker and with more resilience each time. You've built strong foundations and you're on your way to creating your most vibrant self. And finally, always remember that greatness arises from a collection of small moments put together. I wanted today's episode to be a little bit more reflective and an episode on possibility. And an episode, I wanted to share a couple of extracts from my book. So I encourage you to think about your life and how do you create a life that you're really, really passionate about. So I hope you enjoyed this episode um, and I look forward to chatting to you next month where it's a new topic um, and a new beginning. Until next time, live a successful, purposeful and fully charged life. Your coach, Bell.